Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Comedians Talking About Football, Sam Michael here. Been a while, hasn't it? It's good to be back, and uh, as this episode goes out, we are just days away, days away from the new season. We're all very, very excited here. That's right, it's season three of Comedians Talking About Football. It's what every soccer fan is excited about. We've got so many great guests coming up. The likes of Freddie Quinn, Karen Bailey, Trevor Beckles... Uh, But nearly as exciting as that, nearly as exciting as that, this coming weekend is the start of the 2022-2023 Premier League season, which of course means we are all rushing around quickly, getting our fantasy football teams together, fantasy Premier League. So what we thought we'd do is do this special episode to uh, kick off the new season uh, with two excellent comedians as guests, Tom Glover and Daniel Fitzhenry, who run the very popular FPL Face-Off podcast. They are obsessed with fantasy football. They're not your average lad, you know, puts together some of the top boys, puts in a Mo Salah, puts in a Trent and all that, and then just gets bored by the league in October and lets it let it just do itself. Now, these guys are in it from start to finish. I've been in leagues with these guys and I don't get anywhere near them. Uh, so if you're in a league, maybe if there's a bit of money riding on it or you've got, you know... Your office is putting together a league. Uh, Hopefully this podcast will be interesting for you. Uh, They do give away a couple of cheeky tips, a couple of hints for the season ahead. Uh, And it's just good to catch up with two comedians talking about football. Because as I said, it's been a while since we've had an episode of this podcast. So sit back, relax, and let's enjoy comedians talking about fantasy football with Tom Glover and Daniel Fitzhenry from the FPL Face-Off podcast. So Dan, Tom, how are you guys? 
Very good. Thanks for having us on. I was very good indeed. Very grateful to uh, to be here. Nice to see you again. We started that thing already. Whenever I've got two guests on, one of you has to go first. You're not quite sure. There's always <laughs> that like, yeah. to, 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 which one should go? Um, yeah, so guys, thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed the podcast. Uh, been enjoying it. FPL, Face Off. Available. That's very kind. Thank in you. In all usual places. Your Apples, your Spotify's, your Amazons, wherever. Um, so I've, I've just want to do this episode because... Look, I struggle a little bit with fantasy football, more so since I've been doing the official fantasy Premier League draft. I've got into a group of about nine of us, and I do the the draft, which is essentially oh, cool. same same rules, but only you're only one of you are allowed to keep a certain player. You can't have the same players, etc. Um, so in a way, it's essentially the the early version of what fantasy football was. And I finished bottom of that league three seasons in a <laughs> row now. So I'm really <laughs> looking for some advice myself. But it's an exciting time. People are starting to send their the groups out. The season's starting a little bit earlier. Um, you're getting invitations left, right and centre. Um, I know people are already starting to kind of favourite players that they want to keep in. Well, first of all, are you excited for the season to come back? Coming a bit earlier, at a sort of early August. Well, we, we say early, but me and Fitz are, are starved of fantasy football at this point because... It's been, what, a yeah. month without any football now, fantasy-wise. <laughs> and we've got a, another month to go. The game was launched last week, but it's, it's still a month away. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're ready and raring to go, especially with no um, men's uh, internationals this summer because um, Qatar has robbed us of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, similarly to Tom, very, very excited for the season. Tom's probably a little bit more excited from a football point of view as he's a Tottenham fan and I'm a Man United fan. Um but it's interesting you said about the FPL draft. I've never played that before, but actually I'm going to play that for the first time this season. Um, I'm really looking forward to it because it's quite different, isn't it? Obviously, you have to um, you have to, have to kind of have a group and obviously the Salas, the Harlands, your Canes, they're going to be the, the pick of the bunch and mm-hmm. someone is going to end up with, well, last year would have been Tony Martial that would have been one of the worst picks, but um, hopefully this year he'll he'll be brilliant. We'll see. Well, that's the <laughs> traditional American way of playing fantasy games, isn't it? You'd get, mm. you'd all meet up in someone's garage and you'd pick your American footballers. That's how they do it over there, as far as I'm aware. But um, I don't have enough friends to play to play the draft version. <laughs> do, you, do you know you've got to pick at the same time? You all have to set a time yeah. and do it live. It's, it's really exciting. frustrating. And if your internet goes at that point, it can be awful. My tip is, first team's tip's going to come from me. Sorry, guys, I've called you on for <laughs> tips, but first one's going to come from no, me. No, good. If you favourite certain players, and you that means it will automatically pick those favourites in the order that you pick them. So if, if your internet okay. goes, for example... Um, or you can't get online, so you've decided to do one at like 8pm tonight, but you can't get to it for whatever reason. If you've got the first pick of Salah and you end up going first, it will automatically pick Salah for you. So that's always good. That is good to know. With the Fantasy League in general, uh, as you guys have said, you've been starved of it for two months, but you guys are really into it. If you listen to their podcast, which I very much recommend, you know that you guys are real fanatics. You've been doing this a long time now. So surely around this time, you're starting to scout certain players. You're looking at the transfer window. You're already in your head picking out maybe a possible four or five players. I'll start with you, Fitz. Who you got your eye on at the moment? Yeah, yeah. So um, template-wise, um, there's there's some really kind of strong templates already. Uh, it's interesting you 
you said about playing it for a long time. Tom will tell you uh, of his his kind of record when when he speaks in just a moment. <laughs> but um, but yeah, in, in terms of the template, I uh, well I've been playing it for about ten years, so I I absolutely love it. I've started to take it a little bit more seriously, probably in the last couple of years. Um, but obviously, the big guns this year, are your Salas, your Harlands. Um, Harland is a really interesting shout because he's currently 65% owned uh, or was when I last checked a couple of days ago. And and that's interesting because he's new to the league. Normally they pay a bit of a Bundesliga tax. Um, everyone who played, I think it was last year, wasn't it, Timo Werner? Um, or maybe even the season before, I don't that's know. Season before, yeah. Um, yeah, and everyone wanted Timo Werner. He was, he was going to be the boy. And obviously he he did a Timo Werner in a Chelsea shirt and, and did absolutely nothing. So it will be interesting to see. But with Haaland at such a high ownership, um, it's a brave man who goes against it, or brave man or woman or person, of course, um, who goes against it because goes against him because if he does really kind of hit the ground running and you're not on him, then you're in big trouble. Um, but yeah, Salah, Salah and Haaland are, are two of the, the the big boys. I've also got my own son. Um, I think you've got to really because he just had such a fantastic start. Uh, sorry, such, such fantastic season last season. And um, while he's more expensive than he was last year, he's he's definitely one to, to keep an eye on for sure. What about you, Tom? Yes. Well, as you say, we are very much keeping an eye on transfers and we are making draft teams more than you would ever know, Sam. <laughs> it's completely pointless at this time of the season, obviously, because people get injured. People will come into form in the preseason friendlies. We're keeping an eye on the preseason friendlies. Um, but yeah, as Fitz says, the main the main players everyone wants Mo Salah. That is your perma captain. If you're in the draft, that's the player you're going to pick first because he's such a good fantasy performer. He's so reliable. Um, but he is going to be challenged this season by Erlen Haaland, we all think. So Salah and Haaland are the two big names. And then it's whether or not you can squeeze in a Son or a Kane alongside them. Um, but then uh, in, in in FPL, I've 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 only played it one season because that was the point of the podcast. I've, I used to play Sky Fantasy Football. Mm. Fitz played FPL and we came together to challenge each other at, at either game. And um, I, I won both. I don't mean to... It was to fairly even. We're talking facts. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i finished in the top 10k in fpl so i, I finished about five and a half k last season um out of nine million i just about nine million. million yeah um where are you fits in the end he, he rarely r- rarely mentions it though um so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i took a punt on the last day and it didn't really work out so i was aiming for the top 100k but I I finished at about 180k I think so, you know still top two percent but um but not quite good enough. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh my! What really hurts is that there was a comedians the Southwest comedians mini league in mm-hmm. FPL, and mm-hmm. Fitz never told me about it because he he was living in fear from the very start of the podcast. And it wasn't until halfway through that I realised it ever existed, and I would have been storming it in that league. But no, I I, ne- I never got to um take my crown as the winner of the comedians Premier League. FPL champion was that you who won that in the end was that you Fitz um, I, I wouldn't like to comment but yeah I think so it was you I was about to say I was, <laughs> was in that it? league I think I finished somewhere in the middle sort of middle to bottom but uh, you know a nice a nice safe space you know what I mean like a nice nice easy going season you know we were just happy <laughs> to stay up um, but yeah I know Fitz you finished top of that league a couple of times so we're going to have to get Tom in this season 
yes, get me in, get me involved. Although it may be beginner's luck with my first season. So we have to get wait and see because I had a very strong start last year and then I just never sort of dropped away. But you can very easily have a bad first game where you can be four or five million in the world and then it can be a lot harder to claw it back, as I'm told. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of scouting at the moment, the we all know who the, the big players are, everyone likes. What we're looking for as the, the seasoned professionals mm. is the 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 budget players, the four million defender, the four and a half million midfielder, the four and a half million striker who may who may get a game. So at the moment I'm looking at um Nico Williams is is on his way to Nottingham Forest. He's a four million defender who looks like he'd be playing Just every signed, game. I think <clears throat> he's signed yeah. now. So he'll be getting probably playing every game. So that's a guaranteed two points you'd think in every game, which is what you need from a four million defender. Four and a half million midfielder. I like the look of Joshua Silva at Brentford, who didn't really play much last year, but has already scored in preseason. And according to Brentford fans, is like a big, a big name who they expect to do well. And then up front, uh, Greenwood at, at Leeds is four and a half million. And we don't really know what Leeds are going to look like without Rafinha um, there. And Bamford seems to be permanently injured these days. So he's a potential four and a half million striker. And I can mm. see as I'm as I'm speaking to you, Sam, Fitz is taking notes on his phone, just getting those <laughs> names in. He's changing his draft, just getting those no, players no. in. So I was um, I was just I was I was merely uh, having a look at the FPL app to try and um offer some counter options to to what you said <laughs> there. But um but yeah, I think Tom's Tom's mentioned a few kind of good good names, and I think that's a good strategy because you know you are going to try generally to have as much quality in there as possible. You can't have a you can't have Salah, Haaland, Kane, yeah. Son, De Bruyne. It's just not possible. So so those kind of cheaper players, the enablers, are are really important. And um, <clears throat> there's talk of um, Delap from City. He's four and a half million. There's talk of him going somewhere, which will be interesting because you'd think he would be a, a starter. And I was going to mention about the the certain players who sometimes have an interesting season. So we did have the uh, Calvert-Lewin season, for example. Uh, same with Bamford, you mentioned, had a cracking season. Um, and then sometimes they can just drop off from nowhere. And they're normally a sort of cheapish kind of option. And then the following year, it might up their price a bit. Danny Ings is another example when he went to Aston Villa. Is there anyone, <laughs> going on a bit more of a negative note, anyone you think, people might be keen to go on but you actually think are going to be a bit of a flop this season and taking into account of course some players have moved around so you've got Richarlison for example going to Spurs you've got Sterling going to Chelsea you know are they are they going to make a move that's going to bring them a lot of goals or is it going to be similar to kind of a Deli Alley going to Everton could just be a real flop season gone for them well I, I think you you want to look for those transfers that are going to happen now because all the players have been priced up. So Sterling was priced at 10 million as a sort of Man City rotation option. And he's now going to be, you'd think, starting every game for Chelsea. So Sterling is someone who looks good value for money now. Rafinha's priced at 7 million. He could move to Chelsea as well. So, so suddenly he could become good value there. Um, you mentioned one, Calvert-Lewin at 8 million. He's sort of overpriced. You have to look at the players that, how they're priced more than whether they're going to deliver, whether they're delivered for their value, basically. And the strikers really didn't do that last season. There was no one other than Kane really performed as a striker. Uh, it wasn't, you'd have been better off just having like Emmanuel Dennis and Timu Puki all season and just putting <laughs> all your money in defence. 
in a community at the moment, getting a big defence, spending all your money on defence seems to be the the template where everyone's going towards. So getting Trent, Robertson, James, Chilwell, um, Perisic at Tottenham, uh, Cancelo at City, getting those, those guys in who are consistently playing. They're going to get clean sheets. They're going to get attacking returns. They're more safer picks, especially at the start of the season. I think to um, to answer your question about who could potentially not kind of hit the ground running. I'd, I'd like to say um, Darwin Nunes, I think it's a different league for him. Um, obviously he plays for Liverpool. Unfortunately, I think I'm probably wrong there. I think that playing <laughs> in, in a Klopp team, um, you know, I, I think that he will do, he will do pretty well this season. Um, but obviously I, I wouldn't be disappointed if that wasn't the case. Um, in, in terms of kind of perhaps under the radar picks, I'm I'm obviously very biased, he says in his Man United shirt, but um, I think the fact that we've got Ten Hag in um, could really lead to a bit of a turnaround in Man United's fortunes. I certainly hope it does. But we've got players like Marcus Rashford, who since his penalty miss, which um, was uh, a year ago, um, careful not to timestamp too much. My apologies, uh, but since Marcus Rashford, um, kind of he's he's had a terrible season last season, and he has had a um, three million price drop in FPL, which is massive. It's it's one of the biggest kind of price drops um, that's ever happened. So he's available for six and a half million <clears throat> as a midfielder, and you think if he um, kind of hits the ground running, he could be an absolute bargain really early doors. And yeah, he's he, I don't mind sharing that he's in my draft at the moment. Yeah, I think a lot of the Man U players are actually really cheap this season. Like if they do have a turnaround, you got Van der Beek's five and a half million as well. Van der Beek's played for Ten Hag. You'd think that he'd fancy him. He could come in and 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 change his fortunes around. And Bruno Fernandez has dropped to ten million. And if Ronaldo goes out the door somewhere, then Bruno's going to be the main man again at ten million on penalties for United is is great value as well. Mm. But I think they're a sort of wait and see. You sort of need to see if they do hit the ground running their fixtures aren't great early on so it, it's a bit of a risk to go with them from the first game but I mean if Rashford's scoring goals in pre-season it, he might be worth a risk at six and a half million interesting very interesting and you mentioned someone a minute ago a bit of a I, I like to think as an FPL legend which is Pookie um, I think he sat as many people's third choice striker for, for, for many not just this season but the season the one before then um, now looking at the teams that went up from the championship and the season just gone. That's Fulham, Bournemouth, and Nottingham Forest. Are there any players there you've got your eyes on coming up next season? Now, of course, the three teams that come up are normally very, very cheap. You're not often going to find a player in there over kind of six million. So anyone you've got your eye on from there? Because by the time people have picked their top sort of players, they've got in their Salas, Kane and Son or whatever, they sometimes start looking at these kind of players that come up. They've got maybe you know, 12 million left to spend on two players or even 10 million. Um, anyone you got your eye on from there? Yeah, I think um, Tom Tom mentioned Nico Williams earlier. I think he could be a really good signing for um, uh, for Nottingham Forest. I think there's talk of Nat Phillips as well, possibly going to, to one of the promoted teams. I think he was at Bournemouth. Um, from an attacking perspective, um, I, I mentioned Andreas Pereira for Fulham, but Dominic Solanke is 6 million. Um, and he was the talisman, you know, the main man for Bournemouth last season. So he is he is someone definitely to keep an eye on. He's on penalties. So, you know, you'd think that if if Bournemouth do what they could do, they're playing they're playing nice football now um under Scott Parker. 
he he could be one to to watch and six million you know it allows you to have potentially a Haaland and Solanke and then a, a 4.5 mid and then you've still uh, sorry a 4.5 or five striker and you've you've still got got budget to spend but yeah definitely one to keep an eye on how about you Tom yeah um I I'm not really looking at many of them to be honest because all three of the promoted teams have got terrible opening starts of the season. Mm. So Bournemouth have got City, Arsenal and Liverpool in their first four. Ooh. Fulham start at home to Liverpool. Um, Forest have got Newcastle away on the first day of the season which is not going to be fun. Uh, and then they've got Tottenham and City in the first five as well. So I think they're all sort of a wait and see. It would really be for me the sort of budget players like Nico Williams at 4 million if if I want to go with four defenders at the back and just have him as a first sub or um, potentially a striker, a second striker like Brennan Johnson at Forest at 5.5 million mm. possibly. Uh, a lot of people are keen on Mitrovic at 6.5 million because he scored so many goals yeah, in the championship. But, 43 last season, yeah. Yeah, which is mad. And even if he did half that in the Premier League at 6.5 million, that's good value. But I just, I don't really like backing players that have just been promoted I like to see those teams and see how they fit in the Premier League because the way you play in the Championship doesn't always suit the Premier League and we've seen Mitrovic sort of fail in the Premier League in the past under a different manager and a different mm. style admittedly but I think I'd want to wait and see how he does I'm quite interested to see Knockhart I think that's a, a player I'm going to be keeping my eye on I always struggle with the midfield I kind of start with strikers and defenders and end up kind of wasting my money in the midfield but Knockhart I think do you know how much he's going for at the moment? Um, I don't. That's not someone who's been on my radar at the moment. The trouble is this season, or I don't know if it's a trouble, but uh, the players are priced so nicely that you don't really need to look at the more obscure players. Like a, a popular player at the moment is um, Pedro Neto at Wolves, five and a half mm. million in midfield. He's sort of playing as a second striker there. He's their most attacking threat, to be honest. Wolves have got a great start to the season, Leeds and Fulham. And at five and a half million, it feels it's it would be a waste to go and look at a midfielder at Bournemouth who you've no idea whether they're going to perform. <laughs> Someone like Philip Billing. Um, so, and 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 as Fitz already mentioned, Marcus Rashford, Marcus Rashford at six and a half, Van der Beek at five and a half. There's there's great cheap options around to not want to go with someone who I've not seen play in the Premier League before. <laughs> well, my, my final. I think that's, um, oh, sorry, that's, sorry, Dan. Oh, sorry. No, no, not all. I'm no, so go, sorry. Go ahead, all mate, all I was going to say was, <clears throat> thank you. Um, all I was going to say was, uh, part of the part of the challenge, if you like, is is in going with the template team to a point because you know if if millions of people have got um, a certain number of players, then if you don't have them, then you risk kind of falling behind. But it's also as as you say, kind of finding those little differentials, those little gems. That um, that hopefully no one else has has found over the past few seasons. This four million defender, um, you know, a few years ago it was Wan Bissaka at um, Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace. He went on to have a really great season. Got lots of attacking and defensive returns. Uh, Lord Lundstrom for um, Sheffield United. <laughs> he was a defender that was playing as a midfielder that was scoring every couple of games. And um, so yeah, it's finding that little gem. And Nico Williams could be the one this year. Oh well, and, that's, and when you get really, when you get really nerdy into it as well, you have got to look at effective ownership. So, like Fitz says about the template, mm. there's a lot of players that everyone has. So, like Mo Salah will have 
over 100% effective ownership almost every game. Mm. So essentially, if you own Mo Salah and don't captain him, you will drop in rank if he scores a goal because there'll be so many people that captain him that you they will jump ahead of you in the leaderboards. So you can own him and he can score a hat-trick and that can cost you points because there's more people that captain him than don't own him. So you have to look at those really popular players and you if you want to stay in touch early on, you really need to have them in your side just to avoid falling behind early on and never being able to claw it back. Brilliant. And my last question in relation to uh, tips for the FPL, and that is everybody's last pick when it comes to the team. Who would you guys have as your second goalkeeper? Oh, great shout. Um, <clears throat> so there's there's a couple of different schools of thought, really. I'll try and keep it brief, but there's a couple of different schools of thought in terms of your your keeper budget, because you've you've got options really. You could go for a six million keeper like Edison, although is Edison five and a half this season? I can't remember actually, but yeah, the most expensive keeper's five and a half this season. Five and a half, yeah. So it's changed a little bit. <clears throat> but um it's in theory, most of the time the the second keeper or the keepers are kind of there or thereabouts. So there's not that much benefit to having a, an Edison at five and a half or six or whatever. But for me, my second keeper at the moment is um, Dean Henderson for Forrest. Uh, I've got him paired up with uh, David Rea at Brentford. They've got quite nice alternating fixtures and uh, that means I've spent four and a half million on the two keepers, but I know that both of those keepers will will play. Um, yeah. And for me, it will be whichever four million keeper I think is most <laughs> likely to play. So I don't want to spend any money on goalkeepers. I have a four and a half million keeper that will play as my number one and then a four million keeper um, who plays for a team that's not popular. So I'm not going <laughs> to block myself from getting an outfield player. <laughs> so at the moment, I've got it stuck on Paolo Gazaniga at Fulham because I'm a Spurs fan. He used to play for Spurs <laughs> and yeah, he, a bit of a, a loyalty to an ex-Spurs player. I like it. That's two different paths of thought there. Um, and that works very well to talk about the podcast itself, which is, of course, FPL Face-Off. Um, now, obviously, as I said, guys, go and listen to this podcast. Uh, and it runs weekly, of course, throughout the season. That's, That's correct. correct. Hopefully, we'll be recording every Monday. Fantastic stuff, guys. And uh, where did that all come about to decide to do it? I know you're both big football fantasy fans um sorry fantasy football fans and of course you, you've both been competing as we've now heard for many years what finally made you guys decide to make the podcast um i think i think it's something that we'd kind of discussed a few times tom and i've get together a number of times and um yeah it was it was something that was kind of in the back of our minds for for a while and um ultimately we were kind of looking for a bit of a niche i suppose and and the niche turned out to be um, two comedians talking about fancy football um, and then just as we kind of I think we recorded our first episode and uh, then I found on Twitter that um, uh, Matt Ford and John Richardson yeah. <laughs> uh, who were two slightly more uh, known comedians um, had literally released a podcast called Comedians Playing FPL and uh, we're like brilliant good we, we didn't want to kind of have our niche work straight away so um yeah we, <laughs> but we are much better at uh, we, fantasy football than they are at least if much less successful in real life i was going to ask if you're comparing yes. your scores to theirs i was going to check in on that um there's, there's but, no comparison much like our careers <laughs> <laughs> so the good thing is of course guys that you have picked up a following and you actually had like a meetup didn't you 
yeah so that's not so much that's not all of our listeners meeting up unfortunately that would be nice it's just uh there's a really good community of people who play FPL mm. who are very intense about the game, much more mm. so than us even. Um, and it's nice to meet up with like-minded people who are actually interested on who got the assist uh, when a goal goes in. Because uh, often if you play FPL, you're sat at home, you've got a partner, you've got kids who have no interest in what you're doing whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's nice to be in a room of people that um, do care. <laughs> Excellent. Now, if that is you, if that is you, you're thinking, yeah, that's me at home. I'm the one who has to tell my wife, look, I've just picked up this amazing striker, whatever. She doesn't care. Uh, then do yeah. indeed get onto this podcast. <laughs> As I said, it's everywhere. You can you, you, you whack a podcast in your ears. FPL Faceoff, Dan Fitzhenry and Tom Glover. Thank you so much for coming on this evening, guys. Um, now, my last question to you both, just one answer, of course. Who is your first pick for your squad this season? Dan, start with you. Um, I it pains me because I'm a Man United fan, and whichever option I go for is is either Liverpool or City. But the one player who's definitely in my team at the moment is Haaland. Haaland, and that is a man saying that wearing a Man United shirt. Absolutely love it. Yeah, you couldn't make it up. And how about you, Tom? Um, yeah, it's very boring, but um, it will be Mo Salah because you you have to have him in FPL. And he always delivers on the opening day of the season and he's playing Fulham away. They always seem to end up playing a newly promoted side and he often gets a hat-trick against them. So yeah, it'd be Mo Salah. Love it. And uh, guys, go and follow them on Twitter. So it's FPL. That's it. Uh, sorry, FPL, FPL Face Off. That's the one. Yeah, go yeah, find yeah. them on Twitter, FPL Face Off. Join the community, join in the league as well. Um, and maybe maybe I'm going to get a fantasy football league together for comedians to talk about football as well. Maybe you guys can come in and just ruin that league for everyone as well (laughs) (laughs) you can just fight for the top place um guys thanks again and uh good luck for the season cheers thank you thank Thank you for having us a huge thanks once again to dan and tom from the fpl face-off podcast and if you are interested in fantasy football you'll be happy to know as mentioned in that chat we have started a league for listeners of this podcast The link to it is in the description that accompanies this podcast, whether you're on Apple, Spotify, wherever, just go to the description and you'll find a link to it there. Come join us um, and see if you can beat Dan or Tom. I might maybe do a prize if anybody finishes above them. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, the link is just there. Um, You can also get a link to the, uh, the new Fantasy Football League for this season on our social media pages. And we have the same handle for both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on there, where you'll also find out uh, when the latest episodes are out. Uh, and the handle is at ComTalkFootyPod. That's at ComTalkFootyPod. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. We'd really appreciate it. So the next episode kicks off Season 3 proper. And we are going to be talking to Dave Bibby all about Liverpool FC. Do join us for the new series. I'm very, very excited. And I hope you enjoy the uh, 2022-2023 football season, whoever you support. Until next time, with Sam Michael, I'll catch you soon. It's a funny old game. It's a game of two Comedians talking about football. Comedians talking about football. Comedians talking about football. 
Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.